and welcome back to the Passive Patrick Podcast. We talk everything sports news, sports related. My commanders got the win against the Eagles. It's very exciting to be a Commanders fan. Oh, gosh, victory, victory week. You can't beat it. We got away with some calls. We defeated the last undefeated team, which, hey, it's fine with me. <laughs> uh, so sorry to every Eagles fan out there, but... You know, the Eagles will bounce back. They'll be fine. I saw some things from Washington I I really liked. Uh, we controlled the field. We controlled the time. We had the ran the ball 49 times, which I think was crucial in that win. But, you know, overall, great weekend in football. A lot of great games. Uh, we saw a big game between the Packers uh, and the Cowboys, and the Packers came out victorious. Uh, Aaron Rodgers kind of showed old flashes of last year Aaron Rodgers and Watson caught some balls so you know he, he's got some young guys there three touchdowns for Watson that guy uh, can play that receiver and all in all I think the Packers are in a better position than some other teams in the NFL I, I think the Cowboys are actually in a little bit of a tougher position than the Packers um, and that you know the NFL we, we're only we're only seven weeks to the finish line here. We're only seven weeks. We got we got our Super Bowl, Bowl Super Bowl bubble. Excuse me. We got our teams on the outside looking in in the wild card. This is when football. This is when football gets very exciting. But I want to start with um, a topic today. And that's the the Buffalo Bills. Speaking of Super Bowl bubbles and Super Bowl expectations, I want to start off today with. The Buffalo Bills situation and the Josh Allen situation. So, there's nothing wrong with the Buffalo Bills. There's nothing wrong at all. They're a solid team. They're one of the Super Bowl picks, uh, Buffalo fans, and this is their year, so they say. <laughs> um, uh, they have one of the best quarterbacks in the league in Josh Allen. They got a great defense, but there's always a but. Josh Allen, they are so heavily reliant on Josh Allen. I think that will get in the way of their success to a Super Bowl. We've seen it. You have to have a lot of things go right to win a Super Bowl. You have to have a defense. You have to have the receivers. All right. You have to have offensive line, defensive line, pressure on the quarterback. It's all got to work together. It's true. But it ultimately comes down to the quarterback and what your quarterback can do for you. And we have seen Josh Allen regress, revert, Kind of back to that rookie Josh Allen. Uh, hear me out. He is forcing the ball. He's turning it over. He is making rookie mistakes. Um, and it's affecting his MVP chances. Okay, it's affecting them. And we've saw we've seen the Patriots, how they won, how they had their dynasty. Discipline, strict, um, not a lot of fun. They they put their noses to the ground and they got to work and it was the next man up mentality. The Bills, I think, are trying to find their own way of winning, and that's fine. But that way can't be everything on Josh Allen. Now people will say, well, the Chiefs put everything on Mahomes. No, no, no. They don't. Okay? They had Tyreek Hill. They had Kelsey. They had weapons for him. They didn't put it all on Mahomes, and they had Andy Reid. I don't think Sean McDermott is Andy Reid. Okay, and they lost Brian Dable. And that's going to affect how Allen is playing. 
when you lose that guy. You've seen him regress since they've lost him uh, when he went to coach the Giants. So you've seen this regression. Okay, it's not... You have to have the right situation. It's so true for your quarterback to flourish. But every putting everything on Allen to, you know, hoist this team into the playoffs, I just don't think that's fair to Allen. I just don't think that's fair to him. Uh, now there's reports they're going to add Odell Beckham Jr. to help out, which I think would be a good move. You know, it's if the Chiefs, the Rams, and the Cowboys don't get to him first. But I think that's a good move. I think that can inch you a little bit closer to there but you just can't put everything on Allen and it's a slippery slope slippery slope uh, excuse me because at the same time you can't put everything on Allen but you also have to put everything on your quarterback it's very tricky it's very tricky you can't you can't have your quarterback forcing the ball you can't have him making errors like this but you also don't want him playing passively so I get it I get it, it it's really hard um, but Allen has not made good decisions. He's turned the ball over, uh, fumbled the ball, uh, two picks here and there. It's just it's not working right now. Now maybe they'll they'll play some teams. They'll they'll find their their stride. They'll get on a winning streak, you know, and it'll it'll work out, which I think is more than likely the outcome here. I think they're gonna make the playoffs. Um, but you know they beat the they beat the Chiefs. They beat the Chiefs in the regular season, and it it honestly doesn't mean much now. It really doesn't, uh, because they needed to win these games to get that that home field advantage. And as of right now, there's the teams in their division are playing really well. They could end up all in the playoffs. So, if you ask me, I think the Bills have kind of squandered their their lead on the NFL a little bit. I think they've regressed. I think they will figure it out. I think if they add OBJ, that will be uh, you know kickstart the motor a little bit. Maybe get. Maybe get that offense to the next level. Um, Diggs is is great. I would love to see them get another tight end, like a good tight end. I think that could put the Bills uh, over the mark there. Um, so, you know, we'll, we will definitely keep an eye on <laughs> it and see what happens with the Buffalo Bills. I know the fans are very passionate. I know they just want to win. Uh, it's rough being a Bills fan, I'm sure. You've gone to the Super Bowl so many times. You've You've gotten beat. Uh, a lot there in the late 80s, 80s, 90s, and uh, I'm, I'm sure it's very tough. You, you want your Super Bowl win. Um, so <clears throat> that's the Bills side of it, <laughs> and that's what we're going to kind of see develop here in the next seven weeks, and uh, I just want to kind of talk about another guy now, uh, kind of segue into this of who I think one of the best young quarterbacks that I've seen kind of explode and it hasn't really reflected their record too much um, I'm gonna have to give some praise here to Justin Fields Justin Fields has been just blowing away the NFL uh, with with his run game he's on pace to beat Lamar Jackson's you know record uh, for rushing uh, this season he's he's running the ball great and honestly I'm looking back at his stats and his QBR he had a couple rough games now let's go through this. In October 25th or September 25th in Houston, he had a 27% passer rating. October 2nd, the game before that, September 18th, he had a 43.8 passer rating. Those were his two worst games. His first game he had an 85.7. After that, it has climbed. Okay, he has gotten progressively better. He has 12 TDs on the air and seven interceptions. I have loved what I've seen from Justin Fields. And he is rushing the ball. Uh, 
<laughs> um, amazingly uh, is an understatement. He's been he's been tearing it up on the field. He had, I believe, his last game, it was 147 yards and two TDs. Before that, 178 yards. He has exploded onto the scene. I think he, I think this is kind of out of nowhere. I kind of pegged him, sadly, as like he may not succeed there in Chicago just from the track record that they've had with their quarterbacks. I just, I, I didn't think that he would uh, kind of overcome what the Bears have been for so many years it's it's just very hard to overcome that so all in all I think it's awesome to see what he's doing there he's definitely tearing it up happy for Justin Fields I hope they can keep it going now they're not gonna they're not gonna be winning you know much this year of anything but I I hope they keep it going I, I like what I've seen from Justin Fields staying within that division our next topic is one that I've been wanting to get to, and that is the Packers beating the Cowboys, and all in all, the Packers in general, because this year has been up and down for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, now he had 146.7 passer rating and three TDs versus the Cowboys. So, it's, you know, both are season highs for him. So let's not take anything away from what Aaron did against the Cowboys. It's a close game. The Cowboys definitely came out of that game with more momentum. Cowboys, the Packers came out with more momentum. The Cowboys regressed a little bit. They just did. Um, so I the, the whole thing with the Packers, though, is how far can this team go? And that's been the question all year long. How far can Aaron Rodgers take the Packers? Well, they got weapons. Okay, they got weapons for him because all of a sudden you got Watson who's crazy good receiver I mean he's 6'4 big kid I think he runs around a 4-3 he can get down the field catch the ball so Aaron can can stop saying you know I have no receiver because I think that kid is a great receiver I think he's going to be a staple for Aaron Rodgers for a while you got a run game with Aaron Jones okay you you are missing some defensive pieces uh Rashawn Gary's out you have some guys that aren't as you know crucial as Aaron Rodgers is to this team and they're trying their best and they're playing their hardest um, but the Packers are a team that I think people are building up right now to make a deep run okay and I think I think they can but Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers I don't think they work I just don't who now this is kind of a weird take but Matt LaFleur I think has beaten really bad teams as that coach and I'm not taking and I'm not taking any blame away from Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers has not a not overachieved in the playoffs. He's not put his team in a position to win in the playoffs. He just hasn't. He just hasn't. It hasn't happened. So when you put the two together, you're obviously not going to get the best mixture of winning and chemistry, and that's just the, the fact of it. I, I genuinely don't think that the Packers will make a deep run in the playoffs. You know, they, they have to get to the playoffs first, and I think they will. I think they'll battle back now. I think they have some momentum going forward, you know, to where they can make a run here. But as far as anything deeper than that in the playoffs, I think you got to look at the coach and the quarterback and the chemistry there. I think you're going to have to pick one or the other because I just don't think it's working. I think everyone's looking at the wrong issues. I think they should be looking at the dynamic between Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur. 
That's what I think. Take it as you want, but I just think that they should be looking at that more so than you should be, you know, criticizing these young receivers, his weapons. You know, Aaron Rodgers is flaky. He always has been. He's always been a hard person to deal with. You know, it's reported apparently within the, uh, not the locker room per se, but more the organization. He's had run-ins with his family, people. Um, he's, he's a very controversial player. But it'll be very interesting to see what happens with the Green Bay Packers. I think that they will make a run, but I just don't think they're a playoff team. I think they're I think they're gonna get there and they'll get eliminated. That's that's what I think. I think they'll get to the playoffs and they'll be gone. Uh, to a more team with better coach quarterback chemistry because you need that. You really do need that. You know, and we we've seen this relationship up and down since Matt Lafleur got there. And you know, Nathaniel Hackett isn't there. He's coaching Denver. And so you know that's probably affecting Aaron Rodgers a little bit too. But when you're as old as Aaron Rodgers is and as long as he's played, you can't have that stuff affect you. So we'll see if we'll see if this is a new trend for the Packers or we'll see if they keep trending in the the way they were trending before this game, which is down. All right, I want to segue to this, which is the Cowboys, <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys in my division and all the drama that comes with the Cowboys. Dak's not the guy. That's how we're going to start the said way off. He's just not. And Mike McCarthy, I don't think, is the best coach. And, you know, Cowboys fans, they're delusional in how they argue and how they uh, perceive things and what they think their team is when they're, they're actually not. Okay, you want to know what your team is, Cowboys? Cowboys fans, this is going to be very hard to hear. Your team <laughs> is... Pretty much a quarterback-deprived team. If I had to put them in a bubble with another team that I could compare them to, and this is this is you can take this as a compliment or not as a compliment, um, but I just think that they're the Buffalo Bills without Josh Allen. Now you may be thinking, oh, what? Well, well, that's good. No, now here, I'm not done. They they don't have. There are the Buffalo Bills without Josh Allen and Sean McDermott. That's what they are. And those are the two recipes you can't have as an NFL team. Cowboys fans, it's time to move off Mike McCarthy. And honestly, I know it, I know they have in a winning season. I know, but it's not going to continue. This is the same up-and-down Cowboys team that we've seen. And I've predicted it. I said it at the beginning. They ain't winning nothing. They're going to get to the playoffs and they'll be out. It, they're the Cowboys. That's what's going to happen. Dak Prescott... For as much, you know, he is a good quarterback. And we've said this before about Dak Prescott. You can't knock the guy for what he has done. Okay? Because he has, he can stabilize a franchise. He stabilized them. He's given them consistent leadership. I respect that. I respect Dak Prescott. He's he's done a lot of good things there. Uh, he, I think he's helped build them up. And, you know, the the Jerry Jones has done some good stuff. He's got him Amari Cooper. And he thri thrived with Amari Cooper. And, you know, C.D. Lamb, there's a lot, too many drop balls for me with C.D. Lamb, but he's still a pretty consistent receiver. Um, but Dak and Mike McCarthy are just not working. For as much as we love Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott is Kirk Cousins. And I've said this before. I know people push back on the whole, he, he's better than Kirk Cousins, but he, he's not. He is the same as Kirk Cousins. They are the same. I've been saying it since Kirk Cousins was in Washington, and I got to see them play. I was like, these two guys are the same. 
They, they pump up their, their yards in garbage time. Uh, just stop. You want to give Kirk Cousins the MVP? I, I heard that. This That's going around the league this year. Just stop. What are you, what are you doing? Um, the front runners for MVP are Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, some of those guys. Uh, even two. Uh, no, not, not Kirk Cousins. So Dak Prescott and the Cowboys, they have been up and down this year. You know, they don't have Ezekiel Elliott, which is the workhorse, but Tony Pollard's been good. CeeDee Lamb's been decent. They got okay receivers, you know, like Schultz and all these guys who have been there. The line's been, you know, they've been playing good, the offensive line, for the kind of inconsistency of the line, if you could say, with injuries, switching stuff around. They've played pretty good. They've, they've worked around it pretty well. But, you know, I just think you got to get a, you know, a next-tier quarterback, and you got to just get a, a better coach, in my opinion. You know, Mike McCarthy just kind of stands over there, watches the game, kind of reacts. Kind of not enough for me. He doesn't have a lot of fight in him. Um, and you can tell. That's how the, the Cowboys are. So that's the Cowboys in a nutshell. They've always been like that. <laughs> um, but, hey, what are you going to do? All right. It is time for my NFL predictions for Week 11. All right, now, last week I went 7-7. Seven and seven. Put my predictions out there on Instagram, social media. Uh, wasn't the happiest after I saw the standings. Uh, I'm just, uh, I, I could do way better. Um, overall for the season right now, I'm 77-58, and 58, so hopefully this week I can get it rolling and get back on track a little bit. Get this, get my winning streak going again, because uh, last year I finished really well. I'm off to look up the stat, but... All right, <clears throat> excuse me. Let's start off week 11 with tonight's game, Titans at Packers. I love what I've seen from the Packers. Aaron Rodgers, they battled back last week, have Watson catching touchdowns, three touchdowns. Um, I, I think that they kind of found their stride. I think they're going to ride the momentum of that game into this game, and I think it's going to carry on. Um, even though I like what the Titans do, Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill's not on Aaron Rodgers' level, and all in all, it comes down to who you have there at quarterback. So I have the Packers winning tonight. I got the Packers getting the win 17-14. All right, Bears at Falcons. We talked a little bit about Justin Fields. Justin Fields is a gamer, you know, rushing the ball great, uh, moving the pocket, making the right throws. His passer rating is up. His rushing is up. He is going to. He's on pace to break Lamar Jackson's record. Uh, despite something happening, I think that'll be awesome if he can do that. Um, they play the Falcons this week, and Marcus Mariota again. I just I, I I'm gonna give the edge to the Bears here. Bears will get the win over the Falcons. I do like the Falcons, but Bears get the win 21-17. Okay, then we go on the Eagles at the Colts. The Eagles coming off a loss to my Commanders. The Colts, they're the Colts. You know, even though they they have Jeff Saturday, they have a good core there I think the players love playing for Jeff Saturday uh, interim head coach they got the win Matt Ryan's back in I think a little more stability's come back to the Colts uh, I still got to give the edge to the Eagles they were undefeated they're coming off a loss I think you know AJ Brown said we're glad that you know what is done with and we are <laughs> we're beaten and we can move on now all that 14-0 stuff is done with so I think the Eagles will refocus I think they're going to get the win here uh, 31-17 they beat the Colts Jets at Patriots. I think that Zach Wilson and this team uh, will put put it together against the Patriots this uh, this week. They're going to get the win, uh, 28-21. I like the Patriots, I do, but not having an offensive coordinator, you've regressed your quarterback, Matt Jones, uh, backwards, not forwards. So 
Uh, he's not he's not the quarterback he was last year, and it's because of Bill Belichick, that coaching staff, and the Patriots. And I just like what I've seen from the Jets more. So the Jets will get the win here, 28-21. All right, then we have my commanders. My commanders are going up against the Texans. I picked my commanders to lose last week, and they won. Uh, that's been the story of me picking them. I'm not going to let that affect me because... I don't believe superstition, so I think the Commanders will get the win here. 2014, it's the Texans. Come on. We we got to get the win. If we get the win here, we're sitting 6-5 and five in that division. That division, it, that whole division could be going to the playoffs, too. If 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 things work out how, you know, how they should, uh, th- that Commanders team, uh, they'll, they'll get the win here, and I think... I think I think they're going to. So the Commanders get the win 2014 against the Texans. All right, then we have the Rams at Saints. Now, I do like the Saints in this game just because the Rams, their their Super Bowl hangover is there. That O-line's terrible. Their team's done. <laughs> um, poor, I mean, I feel for Cooper, uh, Cooper, it's not Cooper Rush. Gosh, Cooper Cup. <laughs> uh, I feel for him, injury, uh, not looking good, but... The, the Rams won't get the win here. The Saints are going to win 24-21. I, ju- I just like what the Saints have more this week than what the Rams have. It's, it's really sad. All right, then we have the Browns and Bills. Um, I don't know if Deshaun Watson is playing. I actually have to look that up. If he's playing, this game will be closer, but ultimately it won't matter. I have the Bills winning 31-28. We talked about uh, Josh Allen early in the podcast about how they need to find a way to not put everything on him. I think you still have to find a way to do that. This game could be closer if they heavily rely on Josh Allen. If they if they come out and they're they're flat and they want him to press and make throws, my prediction could be wrong here. This is the one that's a little shaky for me. So I have the Bills winning, though, um, 31-28 that game versus Cleveland. All right, we got the Ravens, the Panthers coming in and playing the Ravens. Now, Baker Mayfield starting again. Here we go, Baker Mayfield. Um... I like the Ravens in this game. This has nothing to do with Baker Mayfield. I think Baker Mayfield's a good quarterback. This has nothing to do with him. This has everything to do with they're playing the the Ravens. The Ravens are a better team. Okay, Lamar Jackson's a better quarterback than Baker Mayfield. No surprise here. Uh, The Ravens are going to get this win 21-20. It's going to be a very close game. uh, But Lamar Jackson's going to pivot them towards winning. Uh, Just because Lamar Jackson's having a good year. and I think they're going to be a good playoff team, the Ravens. I think they're a little bit of a sleeper. All right, then we have the Lions at Giants. It's the Lions versus the Giants. The Giants will win. Um, Brian Dable, Daniel Jones is okay. Shaquan Barkley, he's back playing better than ever. The Lions are going to have to get rid of Dan Campbell. They're going to have to make a decision at the end of the year. They're just not executing like they should be. They have a lot of heart. They have a lot of heart. Um, they're just not executing. So the Lions go into New York. Uh, the Giants come out with a win, though, 19-13. A little bit of a closer game, but ultimately I have the Giants winning. All right, then we go to the Raiders, the Broncos. And the Broncos, another team that has been up and down on the roller coaster of are we good, are we not. They've been leaning towards mo- more, leaning towards more, excuse me, that they're not as good as we all thought they were going to be. Um, Nathaniel Hackett, something has to change there. I think they need to let Nathaniel go at the end of the year, um, refocus with Russell Wilson. Um, ultimately, I have the Broncos getting the win 21-17 um, versus the Raiders, just because the Raiders have had their issues. You know, you have Derek Carr calling out non-named people. He's not saying the names of them, but it, it doesn't look good there in Las Vegas. 
I said Oakland Raiders? Oh, Las Vegas Raiders. Okay, whatever. They were in Oakland. All right, then we got the Cowboys. The Cowboys are going up against the Vikings. Um, yeah, I got to go with the Vikings here. Look, the Cowboys lost versus the Packers. That's a tough loss. I think this kind of puts them on the trajectory of going downwards, not upwards. So I have the Vikings getting the win here, 33-21. I've just liked what I've seen from the Vikings. They just got a good a good base team. Kirk Cousins is meh, but he's just leading that, that good team. So I got to go with the Vikings getting the win here, 33-21. Okay, then we have the Bengals at Steelers. The Steelers came out with a win last week, and I think it was great. They got T.J. Watt back. They playing a little more inspired football. I got to give the win here to the Steelers over the Bengals, 14-13. Now, the Bengals are a good team. They have Joe Burrow. Um, they got weapons on that team. But all in all, I just think the Steelers are having a little more moment momentum right now. Um, okay, then we got the Chiefs at Chargers. Uh, Patrick Mahomes going up against Justin Herbert. These guys are... We have some of the best quarterbacks going up against each other this week, and this is no exception. The, the Patrick Mahomes versus Justin Herbert rivalry is alive, and it's doing doing just fine. The Chiefs will get the win here, though, 38-21. I just like the Chiefs' pieces more. They're playing a little more inspired, and they're playing harder, it feels like, this year. The defense is taking it to another level, which I appreciate, even after uh, you know losing Tyron Matthew. So... The Chiefs will get the win here, 38-21. All right, last game is 49ers versus the Cardinals. <laughs> and the 49ers have the huge advantage here. This isn't a surprise. 49ers will win 28-17. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, San Debo Samuels. They, they got Jimmy Garoppolo, and I like Jimmy Garoppolo. I think the guy can play. I just don't think you can, you know. I think it's a little more disrespectful to say he's not a great quarterback. He he does enough to win. And I think that's just enough. I think that's just enough to win. Okay? And I I hate all the Jimmy G hate. He he's not that bad. He he does enough. He's a good guy. I think I think he's uh better than people give him credit for. They took the team away from him. He bounced back. And uh that's awesome. So those are my predictions. We'll see if I'm right, see if I'm wrong, but right now it's time for the epic highs and lows of this past week. I mean, I dropped out in the fourth grade to run drugs to support my now. That means you have to know the triumphs and defeats, the epic highs and lows of high school football. <laughs> and thank you, uh, Archie, for that, as always. My epic highs and lows of the week, starting out with my high, Jeff Saturday and the Colts, coming out with the victory, his first win. Congrats to him. He's a good guy. Uh, I think a lot of people were bad-mouthing him, underestimating him uh, in this victory this week. And, you know, I kind of was too. It's kind of weird. You hire the guy from broadcasting, an interim head coach that's never really coached except on the high school level. But, hey, he can, like he said, he leads men, and he can lead them to a victory. So I loved seeing that. And now it's time for my low of the week, and that would be the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, dysfunction starting with the coach. <laughs> the quarterback is calling people out in the locker room. I think you're going to have to make a decision here, even though the owner doesn't want to at the end of the year. Josh McDaniels, Derek Carr, I think they're not meshing. I got to go with Derek Carr. Last year, everything bad that could happen happened to the Raiders. Everything bad happened. It was pretty much Derek Carr keeping water uh, from sinking the ship. So Derek Carr is by far 
who I would choose over Josh McDaniels. I bring in another guy. I just don't think McDaniels is doing enough there. We've seen McDaniels in coaching situations. He's just not he's not made for that. I think he's just an offensive coordinator and that's okay. Knowing what you are, having that self-awareness. I think he is just an offensive coordinator. I don't think that he is a head coach. We'll see what happens, but Derek Carr last year led that team. He led those guys. He expected something from that team and they showed up. They made the playoffs. So this year has been way more of a disappointment. Raiders fans got to be upset. You just got to stick with, with Derek Carr. Guy's a leader. Those are my highs and lows of the week. Uh, you know, there's other tidbits here, storylines. But all in all, in the NBA, it's so hard to talk NBA sometimes with all the different things that are going on. Lakers are still bad, pretty much. LaMelo Ball exits loss after re-injuring his left ankle, so that's a negative for the Hornets. Um, all in all, the NBA's up and down. We got Kyrie Irving. Uh, Kevin Durant, the Brooklyn Nets, I don't even want to talk about that this week because that in itself is exhausting. But uh, hey, looking upwards for the Commanders. It's looking good. Blame the Texans this week. We get a win here. We're 6-5. and five. We get a win this week. Also, love that the team is going to get sold. I think that is the best thing for them. There's been speculation of Jeff Bezos, Jay-Z, Matthew McConaughey, Kevin Durant. They all want a piece of the pie. Going forward, could make a bid. Don't know if that'll happen, but I, I think it's more than likely that this team will be in a different ownership group um, after next season. I think we'll go through next season with it being hard. All right, guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. This has been Pastor Patrick. Follow me on all my social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all those platforms, all that good stuff. Uh, go ahead and subscribe, leave a review, and we'll catch you guys next week.